Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. That's CoorsLight.com slash T ampersand T. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the NBA Finals are underway. Or final. I think it's over. They're also over at the exact same time. So uh, if you missed it, if you forgot the finals started and you missed game one, I have bad news. You missed the whole finals. This series is over, Tate. It's put, over. Put your sevens up. The seventh title for the Boston Celtics. They've done it again. Al Horford I have him. seen enough. The Boston Celtics were making shots in a game that I just watched, which means... The series is over. No, in all seriousness, uh, I I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm speechless. That was stunning. That for yeah. the 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 NBA. I am conditioned as a uh, as a college basketball guy watching the NBA to be prepared for anything. I I'm I'm conditioned to uh, not be shocked when say the the Phoenix Suns at home in Game Seven uh, just completely quit and let the the Mavs run them off the floor and. Uh, James People Harden. Forget. James Harden shooting. What do you shoot like seven times in a, in a pivotal home <laughs> game? Say, like w- when you watch enough of that and and it, it drives you crazy, you get to a point where you don't get surprised. And yet tonight, watching the Boston Celtics win the fourth quarter, forty to sixteen, and go on a seventeen zero run, I was surprised. I was shocked. <laughs> maybe this, appalled. This series is. A, we're going to talk about game one. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to try to figure it out. We're going to try to work through what we just watched. What's ahead? I think that's what we should forecast. You yeah. know what I mean? We're more reactors than we are uh It was all funny games. Like, we'll these, see what happens. These playoffs have been funny games because deep down, the Boston Celt- this Boston Celtics team is not that good, and I think Celtics fans know it, and I think that's why the, the whole reason that the Celtics have celebrated every single win in these playoffs as though they had won the championship is because every Celtics fan know that this team is not that good. Yeah. And every, they're just as shocked as we are. So I have I have enjoyed the Celtics <laughs> winning or not I you know like I'm kind of cheering against them but at the same time it's like funny that the the, the mm-hmm. Celtics ride is hilarious the Boston media machine it's all fun and games it's all hilarious I love making jokes about how Boston uh uh the 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 the, the importance that Boston media think that Boston has on the sports world at large how Boston many, could fall off the face of the earth uh, I would not give a single fuck Tate I don't care about <laughs> Boston as a sports town in any way shape or form if they yes. win this title so this We're whole thing over-unders. this whole thing is by FanDuel and or <laughs> whoever wants to <laughs> sponsor that. The point is, it's been funny. Uh, I've been <laughs> laughing. I'm not mad until uh-huh. tonight. Yeah. I'm no longer laughing. I, I, I am not laughing. I am not laughing. And we're going to talk through our feelings tonight. But first, what are you doing? All right, Tate, let's talk through this because, uh, as you said, um, off air, it started out so good. <laughs> oh, it was so it was good. all it was all happening. And, and I want to say this, too, because I, I've made uh, I, I have gone in on Boston. I have uh, made a lot of jokes about the Celtics team. I've I have I have voiced my disgust with uh, Marcus Smart. Uh, Al Horford is a man who, um, under any other circumstances, I would be happy for. Yeah, I would. I would say this is a cool story. Al Horford seems like a likable enough guy. Al Horford came back in 2007 
um, and cheated and won a national championship that belonged to me. So I hate that guy too. Fair um, enough. Jason personally, Tatum. Personally, you hate. Yeah, this I personally man. hate it. Like, it, in fact, I would be a coward to not hate him. So, like, anyone <laughs> calling me out, I'm. I actually. Well, what they did was wrong. I mean, yeah. What? It, it, yeah, it is wrong. It, it, to to revert back to what we learned and talked about, he broke the code. Yeah. Al Horford. Uh, broke he, the he broke the code. <laughs> uh, Tatum is a guy that is slowly worn on me. I still like Jalen Brown. I do say too. that. I really like Jalen Brown still. Yeah. Robert Williams, I like. Me too. But the point is, Tate, I have been uh uh living in throughout this entire playoff run in, in this weird space of like <laughs> I definitely uh, no doubt about it when we come on the podcast and talk things through. I, I am cheering against the Boston Celtics, but also I, I thought that I didn't care that much. And if they won, it'd just be like a ho thing. I found out tonight as the fourth quarter was going on. It means on, more. It just means more. It's going to be a lot. And I, I think like, uh, I do not want this at all. There are times. This is bad. This is very bad. There are times when you can see a storm on the horizon. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I see the storm. I see the funnel cloud. I see the storm coming. And tonight, with Al Horford hitting those shots in those big moments, Derek White hitting everything. Yes. Yeah. It's it feels very much. We know where we're headed right now. We Derek know. White is a guy that Celtics fans hate. They hate Ooh. this man. Like until tonight, there there's a lot of deleted tweets from Celtics fans after Derek White. At the end of the day, Marcus Smart Finals MVP is in, is in, play, <laughs> is, is in play, which I said was worst case well, scenario uh, not so long ago, a show ago, and in the first quarter, Stephen Curry Finals MVP was basically a lock. It was right? a lot. It was we, over. It I, was over. I, I looked at the you, series was over. I looked at the Finals MVP <laughs> trophy and I famously said to you, "That's game. That's game. this series ended twice tonight, and it's gone." <laughs> It ended after the first quarter when it was clear that the Warriors were going <laughs> to. That was game. That was game. It, it, it sweep. And then it ended after the game. Oh my god! It, you you know what the bitch of it all is? Is that I? Part of me wants to figure out a way that that we can we can stop. Like what what what? How do we stop this? How do we stop the Celtics? How do we stop? Because as I said, well, it'd be one thing if like the Celtics were like an all time team. This team was was undeniable. And at a certain point, it's like if you hate if you hate greatness. That's a you problem. Deal yes, with it. for sure. This team is not that good. They flop like crazy. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've gotten blown out of multiple playoff games, which I'm sure Celtics fans will point out that the final margin of victory hasn't been that bad. Like, yeah, they haven't lost by third year. If anything, you're giving me but margin of victories, yeah. then you're getting back into they've quad talk, out. and I am done with yeah. quad talk. Stop quad talk. So I kind of I, I, I found myself as, as the 17 run was happening, and I'm not a Warriors fan in the slightest. No. I, I, I In no way, shape, or form. Would cheer for the Warriors, but I, I I felt the familiar feeling, Tate, of what we were feeling going into the Duke North Carolina game in the Final Four, <laughs> where I was like, I have to lend my services somehow. Like we have to make this an effort. Yes, for all for the for the good of basketball, Marcus Smart cannot be Finals MVP. We cannot reward a team with Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Mm-hmm. It just simply cannot happen. Um, if I, then, if you look at this series through a lens of one has to be Duke, one has to be North Carolina, the Warriors are usually usually in most matchups they're going to probably be Duke as of late. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now they are definitively North Steph Carolina. Steph is a Duke guy. Series. That's that's what I'm yeah. saying. He yeah. he pronounced that to the world. So the fact Wait. that Boston is here and they are more Duke than the Warriors that here's, is good because I feel like I can really. But attach here's the problem. Here's, here's the, the problem I think is that that exists. I think we blew our load. Or at least I feel like I blew my load. I blew my load. <laughs> I I literally looked at this. I looked at this man sitting next to me, and I said, "And that's game." And, and I wasn't talking about game one. I was talking about Finals MVP. 
<laughs> so I want to. You, you said how do we how do we lend our services? Here's how I've already started to lend my services. Stephen Curry famously retweeted me. Uh, he also famously <laughs> follows me on Twitter. So I am going to propagate my Twitter DM feed. him and say no. I am going to propagate my feed with it's over Boston oh, Celtics. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sweep. This is smart. Sweep. It's over with. Al Horford is better than Stephen Curry. Washed up. Yeah, washed up. Mm. Washed king. Uh, (laughs) You know all these things. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. I'm just going to. I'm going to troll Steph Curry back to a Finals MVP because it's my fault that he fell (laughs) off. I should have never said that's game. (laughs) DM him and say. Do the splash thing. Remember? Splash. Remember? remember, Should I just send him water? <laughs> I just feel I just feel like uh as a soldier in this war, like I I I serve my duty in the Duke North Carolina Final Four game and yeah. now I'm I'm being asked to re enlist you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, this is my heart's not in it. Like I, yeah. I, I fought my fight, we won. The mm-hmm. battle I thought was over, and now I find myself in a fami- like mm-hmm. being called to fight, but I don't my heart I, What I, game is Coach K at? That is the question. That's a great point. Because Coach K is going to latch on to Jason what, Tatum. What game does JJ Reddick go to? Because whoever loses is actually Duke. That's how we know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's JJ a very fair point. JJ's over for the year. Yeah. Celtics lose game four. <laughs> JJ's in the building. Let's let's get that prediction out there now. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty shook. I mean, I it it seemed at the end of the third quarter that the Warriors, I mean, they were up double digits for the majority this it felt like of this game silver lining this was actually a great game though i will say it that. was the, the, finally, these playoffs right? have been a stinker and and we were talking about on last Thank show you that both there's no there's no juice behind these playoffs um but hopefully the finals would would stir something inside of I'm us stirred. <laughs> i'm stirred i'm stirred i'm definitely stirred this was uh again maybe too early to say it but uh <laughs> the early returns are telling me that this is going to be a make shot series for yeah. sure I, I I do feel that way. I feel like uh, you know the game started out, the Warriors were making shots, but then the game progressed more, and the the Celtics were making shots, and mm-hmm. in the end, the Celtics were making shots, and the Warriors weren't making shots, and I felt like that was ultimately the difference. Yes. Um, you know what I'm gonna argue? <laughs> I'm gonna argue rust. Um, a lot of okay. rust for the Warriors, and especially when it comes to clutch time, because right, you've been playing the Mavericks, you basically have been blowing them out. You haven't had close games in the four, in the fourth quarter and that's all the Celtics have had with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat you know what I mean actually yeah. not really with the Heat it was all blowouts but let's just say for this exercise it was rust and not rest let I want to blame rust let me ask you this can we yeah. blame the city of San Francisco as well of, of course do you think this happens it, do you does think not happen it does not Oracle. go down no. in Oracle like this no never are there are there people I need this story uh Somebody, Big J's out there listening. Brian which, Curtis. Which, yeah, we obviously have a ton of Big J's listening to the show. Mm-hmm. We, we are huge in the Big J community. They, they love <laughs> Our us. fellow peers love our show. Uh, go, I, I want the story. I want someone to go to Oakland and like talk to quote unquote Warriors fans and ask if like some small part of them likes seeing the crowd suck in mm. San Francisco. Like that's got to be a weird headspace to like it's validation that like we were better, like all all the times that we said Oracle was rocking and we had awesome crowds. I love that we're being validated for that, but also I hate that my favorite team is losing games they would have won if they were still in the old building, maybe. And when they won the Western Conference, they think San Francisco. They did not think that's the true. Bay. They did not that's think true. Oakland. Uh, they did not think Golden State. The yeah. whole state. The of whole Golden, state of Golden, which would be us. They did not think us for our support. That's true. That we that are trying true. to get yeah, to this team true. right now. 
which is really shocking, and I hate that they did that. But, I mean, right now it really is, like you said, it's all hands on deck. I mean, we are putting, I mean, the siren is up. I mean, the, the bat signal is up in the air. We need someone. We need a hero. We need a savior. Yeah. We, and I don't think he's coming. And I think, <laughs> I think, I think, we're, coming. I, I think my nightmare scenario that I played out in the last show of Jason Tatum uh, uh, going three for 17. <laughs> And, and and he's gonna go three for seventeen. And what what was his final by the way? I used three for seventeen. Let me pull it up for uh, so we have the the correct stats here because I don't I don't want I, I hate being wrong on this program. Mm-hmm. It's he was three for seventeen. <laughs> okay, correct, correct. Uh, he's gonna go three for seventeen in another game. So he Maybe was not that, a part of that seventeen zero run at all. In this game, this is all so, our yeah. uh, and, and Mark White, is smart and Derek White. <laughs> yeah. Um, it started with Derek White, which is ridiculous. Tatum has another three for seventeen game. He the Celtics lose that one. He lays a couple other stinkers, but then he has like two games that he scores forty eight points, and one of those games is the closeout game, and he wins Finals MVP. And then we have the Boston media machine tell us that Jason Tatum is the best player in the NBA. Is him? Yeah, he's him. He's he's unequivocally him. All the other hymns bow yes. before the real him. How which can is Jason Tate him? Yeah. How can Giannis be better than Tatum when he <laughs> lost to Tatum? The the NBA somehow the Boston media machine somehow creates as they see that the Celtics are going to win the series they they create even more awards to give out the 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 Paul Pierce Award given to the heart and soul of the best Celtics player mm-hmm. in these playoffs mm-hmm. and Marcus Smart wins that and the the KG Award goes to Al Horford. The <laughs> Future the Sports Russell Illustrated Award. headline of the summer: Jason Tatum expected to be billionaire by yes, 2029. Yes, yes, he's on track. To he's be on the, track to be a billionaire. He lands a huge deal yes, with Tostitos. Yes, five hundred million dollar <laughs> deal with Tostitos and a podcast hosted by himself and Tommy Alter. It's all happening. It's all coming. <laughs> Tatum is coming. Oh, I don't really know what to say. The, this time, we don't have anything to say because we know. We I just watched what is inevitable. You know what I mean? I do think what I just witnessed was the Boston Celtics. And I've seen a lot of people say this. Here's the caveat to what I was about to say. The 1991 finals, it seems to be like what the Will Bonds and the Magics of the world keep coming back to. And people forget, you know, 1991 finals think, you know, Magic, Michael Jordan, that was the quote-unquote passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to say this is the Warriors passing the torch to the new Michael Jordan, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stop everyone right there because if you remember, in game one of the 1991 NBA finals, the Lakers won, people. Mm. The Lakers won that mm. game. And you know what happened? The Chicago Bulls went to the locker room and they said, guys, it's okay. You know how we're going to beat these guys? Bounce passes. Mm. We're gonna make magic. We're gonna mm-hmm. make him. That's bend right. Down. I forgot. I forgot the Bulls invented bounce passes. Th- this they, is, they, this is That is true. This is how. Look this it is up. How, Google this. <laughs> this is how they won the series. So, if you want to compare it to 1991, then I'm thinking the Warriors are gonna come back and win the series. But I'm fearful that maybe Jason Tatum is gonna get Jordan comparisons. And boy, with Coach K in the building, with Jason Tatum getting compared to Jordan, I don't think my heart can handle it. I'm, I'm at a loss. I know. I, I, cause, cause the coach K part of it all is, is coming full circle and like, <laughs> he's I, I, I'm, this, I'm he's wondering, hang a banner. yeah, did coach K win? Is he going to win mm-hmm. in the end? Mm-hmm. He can't win, but he can save face. He's trying to save face and we don't want him to be able to save face at all. Cause right now when I see coach K or <clears throat> sorry, when I see Mr. K, 
Like I was back home in North Carolina mm-hmm. and I was in Durham and I was walking around and I saw like a little billboard for there's a serious XM town hall for Mr. K that was on June 2nd. <laughs> and I saw the little pamphlet for it and I laughed to myself. You know what I mean? So he is not safe face yet because I see him and he makes me laugh. You know what I mean? I'm There's no fear. I have seen the wizard and the wizard is not a wizard. You know what I mean? We, we've seen him fall. But so, we're fine. But, but 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 if Jason Tatum is getting Jordan comparisons, then he is saving face, what, and I'm not laughing. But okay, so so here's here's where I think this is tearing. This is this this is why <laughs> this is why we're having a crisis because this could tear the show apart. Tate, we were unified in taking down Coach K. Yeah, but I think we were unified for different reasons. You are a North Carolina alum who hates Duke and wanted to watch North Carolina beat Duke and have the chance to play. Like all that mm-hmm. checks out. All that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I am simply a consumer of college basketball content, and I just wanted Coach K out of my face. Yes, and so for me. Like, I agree. Like, watching him eat shit at the Final Four was awesome. And watching him eat shit at his last game in Durham was awesome. All this is great. These these are all wins. But for, for my part of this, this man can still win if he finds a way to, to continue to shove himself down my throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's trying. Not, boy, is he, boy trying. is he shoving. And that's what I'm worried about. Is because yeah. Tatum winning, like, bring... We, we already have... The K Academy going on today, which I I, I saw is happening at Duke. I it, it it is madness. Like whatever whatever Mr. K is doing down there, and you're right, he is Mr. K because his puppy I saw is named Coach. He gave the coach to the dog. Coach K is the dog yes. now. So just very for future similar, reference. Remember how LeBron gave twenty three to Anthony Davis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is what he did. He was like, "You are now coach." Just for the record, anybody that uses the term Coach K, you're referring to the dog now. Yes, Mr. K is the human being. Um. <laughs> So, so we call him the dog. <laughs> it's because we're talking about the dog. I'm worried the dog is now going to coach Duke. And uh, no, uh, I, I, I'm worried. I, I am. I'm worried that Jason Tatum is going to be the springboard for Coach K to like pretend like he never even retired at all. And he's yeah. doing. He, they're, they're doing K Academy. Like that. That was shocking to me. That 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 the. <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't continue to be surprised, but uh, I said this to you. If if you were in a coma and, and you never knew that 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 Mr. K retired, mm-hmm. and you woke up. Uh, after the final four and we're just consuming the, the Duke men's basketball social media content and like yeah. the, the articles being written about him all that kind of stuff you would have no idea that this man's retired that he's running fantasy camps at Duke still <laughs> he's running drills he's all the, I sent you the, the rivals uh, <laughs> the recruiting rankings because of the number one recruiting class and all the rivals pages as head coach Mike Krzyzewski <laughs> If and you, I and that's what I'm worried about, Tate. Is that I think you're right. The Boston Celtics are the Duke of the NBA, and uh, I I feel like I I won a battle, and I thought I had won a war, mm-hmm. and I let my guard down, and now I'm getting a knife shoved through, shoved right into the my heart, right into my heart, right in the middle of my heart, is what Derek White and Al Horford and Marcus Smart just did tonight. Because this series, to reiterate, is over. It's done. There's no coming back. There's from no this. coming back from this. I, the Warriors cannot come back from this. Play this tape if the Warriors <laughs> come back. I'll tell you what. I'll put it this way: if the Warriors come back, if the Warriors come back and win this, I I will I will I will accept Steve Kerr's invitation to join the Warriors on their championship parade. I will mm. I will eat crow. I will yep. ride the bus with the Warriors. Yes. I will hang out with. Yes. I will spend time with the team and and go out with them as as they celebrate their championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, I will, I will be eat, embarrassed the entire I, yeah, time, yeah. and, and I, will, I will eat crow the entire time. Yeah. But because I know it's not happening, this one's over. It's over. It's over. Finito. I really do. 
I really do uh, have to bring this up because you mentioned Coach K and headlines. There is a reason. This is the most recent headline. If you if you go right now to Google and you type in Coach K, unfortunately the dog, the dog does not come up. But Mr. K does. I love I love, Co- I love you go on Wikipedia and, and type in Coach K and hit enter, and it just takes you a dog, dog like a six month old silver puppy. Uh, here's the headline: Coach K enjoying family quote at peace with coaching retirement and i showed you this article this is written by aaron beard a great ap basketball writer shout out to aaron beard but this is basically an article that says coach k is savoring life uh john shire's quoted in here and he's like did he did he talk about the puppy you know it's like this is all propaganda that's coming out right now about mr k to make you, exactly to make you think yeah. that he's comfortable and content he's not he's not he's trying to save face I'm worried about Mr. K, and I'm worried about the implications and the ripple effect of the NBA having a Duke commissioner pushing Duke propaganda, pushing <laughs> flopping and and this whatever yeah. you want to call it to the top. Yeah. We got a problem on our we hands. <laughs> the signal is up. The signal is up. This is a problem, and uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I do not share Max Keller's sentiments when I when I'm trying to think of who's going to to be the one that stops the the Celtics. I'm not saying to myself, I want Iguodala. <laughs> How did why was, was Iguodala playing so much tonight? I mean, it was like uh, I told you that it would be a nice kind of bow on the Warriors' run to go from the 2015 version where Iguodala won Finals MVP to the 2022 seven years later, and they win four, and it's like a great story. But the fact that Iguodala played this much tonight, it was a little concerning. He wasn't, he wasn't terrible, by the no, way. He, he had like seven points solid. or something I mean, in 12 minutes. But I just didn't I, – I, I think that the Warriors thought the that idea was the of ace play, up yeah, their exactly. sleeve. And the Boston Celtics are like, we have our own Iguodala. His name is Al Horford, and he's been hitting huge <laughs> he's shots. He's actually been good all the playoffs. The entire playoff <laughs> yeah. run. He's in condition. He's in game shape. Because game shape is a different kind of shape. And mm. if you don't want to believe me, just go ask a player because they'll tell you That's James Harden. That's James Harden. <laughs> it's a little bit different. That's oh, Ben my Simmons. God. Yeah, I'm... It, it, we're, Iguodala, yeah, that, 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 that felt panicky to that me. That felt, yes, exactly. That felt like... We're trying to throw something at you that you're not... Or was mm-hmm. it Galaxy Brain? And mm-hmm. it was... <sighs> I don't know, man. You know what's crazy? Know. I remember Christmas Day, the Warriors played the Phoenix Suns, and Draymond Green picked up Chris Paul full court in that game. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, wow, I can't believe they showed their hand because that seems like something you do in the playoffs, right, to kind of throw mm-hmm. Chris Paul off. But it also showed to me that the Warriors maybe have a little bit of, yes, we stick our chest down, and yes, we are like talking about the good old days of the Warriors, but they know that there may be more susceptible than than they so-called lead on because the fact that they did that so early right. like that made me think okay we they think that Phoenix is the best team in the west right at that time right and so that is what scares me about this series because Boston does truly believe that they are him yes. they are them yes and i'm worried that there's a little hair you know of uh doubt that might be seeping up the wars. Okay, uh, I, 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 scares I agree. It, it scares me. It scares me that Jason Tatum played like garbage and, <laughs> and they, they won. They won. They're forty to sixteen in the fourth quarter. And the Warriors just uh, they quit, yeah. dude. That's that's they quit. Ooh. They really did quit. But Jordan Poole didn't look like the answer tonight. I'm hurt. I'm um, hurt. I'm hurt, dog. This, this series Don't is ask over. Him I'm hurt. So let's 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 I try put to my find- heart in this shit, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's uh let's focus on how we can spin this into positives. What does this mean for Brad Stevens? <laughs> oh, I do think if Brad Stevens, I'll say this: if Brad Stevens wins a title first year as an executive, he leaves. He's the first one and done executive. He goes back yes. to coaching, and yes. everyone's like, he's the greatest executive ever. He did it one year. He won the title. He got the Celtics back to the mountaintop, and then he stepped away and went back to Indiana and became a head coach. Does he go to, dude, what it? Here, Just the state dude, of Indiana. I'm not saying the, what school he goes to. No, no, no. no. I, I, I'm with you on that because are, are you ready for the, uh, the, the, uh, the 5D chess here? Okay. Purdue fires Matt Painter. Oh, yes. <laughs> Give it to me. Feed me. Feed me. Wouldn't that be great if he was like the whole time I wasn't a Boston guy, I was a Purdue people, guy? People forget Brad Stevens was at Purdue basketball games this past season. Uh, they, they were showing him in the crowd. Mm. He was there. I saw it with my own two eyes. Um, Matt Painter, people also forget. Was not, also at those was, games. Was also at this game. <laughs> and uh, was not in the Final Four yet again this year. Uh, and Ooh. lost to a 15 seed. And Ooh. on the heels of losing to a 14 seed <sighs> the last two tournaments for Purdue. And then so, watch a team that they beat earlier in the year blow out that 15 seed in the next round. Right. Yeah. What if, and, and you're forecasting next season, Purdue is not going no to, guards. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna be terrible. I don't think I don't know. We'll see, but they're not gonna be as good as they were this year. This mm. was the best Purdue team. Purdue was ranked number one in the country and lost immediately. Lost in, in less time than Daniel Armstrong was on the moon or whatever this was. <laughs> so what if that was, uh, that was my favorite Big Ten stat of the week? Who who's the who's the AD at Purdue? Mitch Daniels is the president. He used to be the governor of Indiana. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> Indiana's a wild place, dude. <laughs> wild state. Uh, Brad Stevens to Purdue. I would. I sign me up. It's probably like Rick Mount's probably the AD or like Joe Tiller. Joe Tiller's probably the AD. Rick Wait, Mount would dude, be sick. Hold on. I think Joe Tiller passed. I think that was very insensitive of me to say that. Hold on. I gotta do. I did. I gotta do a fact check. I hate being wrong on this program. Let me. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Rough. That take was that rough. back. Take rough. that back. That was. I take that back. Apologies. Is Rick Mount the AD? <laughs> Joe Tiller passed. Five years ago, woof! I need to. Uh, I'm not a good Purdue booster. I apologize to all my uh, fellow Purdue brethren. But back to the point. Brad <laughs> Stevens to Purdue. <laughs> I like that. I think I sincerely think if he were to win a championship, there's a chance he goes back to coaching. Who's is it? Morgan Burke. Why do I know that name? Is is I got it. Who's my who am I getting letters from from Purdue? Morgan Burke, uh, Purdue. Who's Morgan Burke, Purdue. Longtime <laughs> athletic director Morgan per also died. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> dude, are you serious? <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who Purdue has in there. I'm scared to say any other names. I would just type in Purdue athletic director. I, <laughs> I think it would come long up. Time Stop Purdue searching names of people that may I be Morgan Burke Purdue. On the other side. First thing that pops up, longtime Purdue athletic director Morgan Burke died. I don't mean to be laughing, but uh, at the same time, I uh, who's going to hire Brad Stevens? That's the big question. <laughs> Who is going? Michael to Michael Babinski. He that is that man is not going to hire. But Brad that's Stevens. not a that's not a that's not a guy that's going. We got to okay. So fire Mike Babinski. <laughs> Start with Babinski's out. Babinski's out. He's out. And then get in hire. Uh, Get in a get in a guy that has a strong name. Uh, hire John Wooden. Is he around? Yeah. He's also no. Uh, hire. Gene Cady, dude. Gene Cady's alive. I know. Yeah. Gene, let me. Jimmy B. Dude, Steve Lavin. <laughs> Steve Lavin has Purdue ties. Bring him. I don't know. 
Who cares? Why am I helping Purdue? Anyway, Brad Stevens to Purdue. I just want Brad Stevens back in college basketball. I would That's like, really, yeah. I, 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 not my, even college. Dude, if Brad Stevens took an NBA head coaching job, I would settle for that. I just want Brad Stevens coaching basketball because it, it disgusts me to my core. It really, truly does. It disgusts me to my core yeah. that that man is not coaching basketball because I know deep down, he's not even deep down, dude. Like it's it, it's obvious. He's a, the man is a coach. Mm-hmm. He wants to coach basketball. Go coach basketball, Brad. I think if I'm Purdue, I get the closest living relative to Dr. James Naismith. <laughs> it's a Mr. Deed situation. And then I bring him in as the athletic director. And then I pull the Boston card, the mass hole card on Brad Stevens. And then he's like, not only do I get to Whoa. get my Indiana roots, but I also get to pay homage to Dr. Naismith and all my mass yes. holes. Yes. For that reason, I'm yes. in. I will yes. see you next week, Purdue. Yes. That that's my final pitch. They hire Larry Bird as a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if Brad somehow twenty three and me says Larry Bird is the last living relative to <laughs> Dr. James Nasmith. <laughs> it all checks out. <laughs> anyway, that's uh That's how lost that's we where are my, at that, no, that's where my mind's at with this finals. I that, that's that's where I've I've gone. It's just like I I I'm back on Brad Stevens watch because I gotta get this man back in. I, I, I got I got obsessed, obviously, with getting him to Indiana, but at this point, it doesn't even need to be the state of Indiana. It doesn't even need to be college basketball. I just want this man. What if it's because Duke? That's the I big would take question. It. I would take it. I would not. I would take it. I I, I just want him coaching. I just want him. Uh, I want him to coach because I I I think I want to. If he wins the titles, if as, I'm as Shire, exec, I think that's if good I'm for John his, Shire, I know that I should be pulling for Jason Tatum and Michael Jordan 2.0. You know, with Coach K and everything, Mr. K. I'm worried if I'm John Shire, if Brad Stevens wins. Because now my job is not so safe. Yeah. Yeah. We have to do that, though. We have to get, we have to do the, we have to push the narrative that uh, Brad Stevens was holding back the Celtics as a coach. And he, he's also what, like what you're doing with, with Steph, I should do that with Brad. Mm-hmm. I should just, I should, as you're yeah. tweeting stuff about how Steph Curry's washed up and this one's over, I'm going to tweet about how, uh, Brad Stevens was was the problem all along, yeah. and he should not get any credit for any of this. Um, First for, tweet was Al Horford Finals MVP going to be wild. <laughs> Hopefully, Steph sees that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're okay. All right, I'm talking myself back into this. I mean, the series is over. We know that, but I think there's a way we can. We can salvage it, I guess. I will say I, I have a lot of Celtics friends, and uh, and I don't know why, but you know, congratulations to them. They won their game one. Because you work in one. sports media, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like leave, just leave me alone. Uh, these these Celtics people. So congratulations to all of them. I know you love this team, and yada yada yada. But back to the larger point, we're at war. We are know? at war, and they don't get it. They're in it. They don't get it. Can't, um, can't get it if you're in it. That was so cool when stuff was hitting those shots in the first quarter, though. <sighs> the first quarter was sick. That let's just go ahead. Let's first just go quarter, ahead yeah. and say, hang that banner. That was first fun. Quarter the was first sick. quarter was fun. There's a problem similar to the first half of the national championship. Bro, right. was that fun? <laughs> One of the problems with Steph is that his, his uh, there, you don't get style points, and I don't mean to say that he's putting too much mustard on the hot mm-hmm. dog. I think that the uh, the the Warriors fans, when, when you're watching Steph, and and he's going off like he was in the first quarter and had 21 points. Um, you trick yourself into thinking that some of these shots he's hitting are worth eight points. Yes, and you, you Space first, Jam Two would make you think. Yeah, the style points <laughs> yes. would come into play. And so he hits a shot. He shimmies his shoulders. The place mm-hmm. is going nuts, but not as loud as it would be at Oracle. Shout out to shout out to my <laughs> shout, out to shout out to all our Oakland listeners. <laughs> um, 
so he he does all that stuff, and then like Marcus Smart will hit like a junk three, or you know like yeah. Jalen Brown will. Hit Al Horford sh- will literally throw the ball yeah. into the back of the iron. Jalen Brown air balls, and then on his next shot, he's got a hand in his face, and it goes in. And you're like, come on, like hey, that was all right, what you know. And so in your mind, you're like, that one should be worth one and a half, and Steph should be worth eight. <laughs> Steph said, how many of those? He's at six of those. Okay, so Steph scored forty eight. Uh, <laughs> And you're like, the Warriors got to be up 50, right? And you're like, the Warriors are up four? Yeah. And the war- that's it? It did feel like the first quarter, like the Warriors were up 100. And it, it was like a three-point game. It really did. The entire time, which is why I think I'm so, con- like you said about you know Tatum going three for 17. It's like, they didn't even play their best game. Mm. And they kind of stole this game, you know? I mean, the Warriors were up all game. So even if we get to a game two and the Warriors are up all game, we're all thinking to ourselves... Yeah. You just got to get the fourth quarter. Who knows what Al Horford's going to do? Which yeah. I never wanted to be back in a position. I thought I was like five years away from that position of what is Al Horford going to do <laughs> for the Boston Celtics? But here we are. He really is like defying father. T- and in the year that we talked about LeBron. He's doping. Chris yeah, Paul. I agree. He's cheating again. He's cheating his way to another title. I agree. Al Horford, <laughs> piss in this cup, please. Yes, sir. Come Who's going to be the brave Big J at a press conference to hold up a cup and say, pissing it out? <laughs> Al, show me the piss. Release the piss. Honestly, I hope that one of the Jays that's listening right now is thinking to themselves, that could get that could be my meal ticket. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that could be like the biggest you could be a scandal. Hero. Yeah. You'd be a hero. Boborowski, we, we put out the call for Boborowski. We told him mm-hmm. you can be a hero in this game, Bo. <laughs> you can you can stare Coach K. I'm sorry, Mr. Well, he was Coach K at the time. He was Coach K at the time. You yeah. can stare Coach K the in the artist face. Formerly known as Coach K. And you can you can drive the dagger through his heart. You can you can watch him. How did they kill Voldemort? How what was that? The, the Horcrux? Wasn't it the wand? The wand. The wand. Oh, yeah. The, the snake and the horse. The yeah, snake and the... Yeah. the, and the you, you guys remember? <laughs> <laughs> Bo, you remember? Oh, you remember. I was like, yeah, the snake. <laughs> Horcrux. The snake. Shove it right there and uh, and kill him once and for all, and you'll be a legend. And I got to say, moving forward, I Bo Baroski has my respect for waving off the uh, the, the, the Trevor Keels. Yeah. It was Trevor Keels, right? Or yeah. Wendell Moore. No, Trevor Keels. It was Trevor Keels. Yeah. Bo said no. And uh, he's a legend for it. And and he answered the call. He stepped up. He made the play when he needed to make the play. I think you're absolutely right. There's a big J out there listening. Ask the question. All you got to do is hold up a cup. <laughs> don't even don't even say anything. Just hold up a cup. Hold up a cup and just stare and just go out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you could you, this entire Celtics run we're seeing could crumble before us, and you could be a hero forever. To everyone that works in sports media that has no ties to Boston, <laughs> you will this be a hero. We will hang a banner in all our respective oh, houses that says you are our hero. Thank you Dude, for everything. <laughs> I, I think it's gotta be Jake Piazza. I, I don't know how he gets I don't know how he gets a credential, but I think somehow, some way, we gotta get Jake Piazza in the building. And Jake Piazza is the man who will hold up a cup. If he will ask Coach <laughs> K the hard questions. I think he could ask Al Horford. Release the piss, Al. I honestly, if if I don't see Al Horford's piss with my own two eyes, the 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 Celtics title does not count. I will have an asterisk on this title until Al Horford pisses in a cup. The best asterisk on this title. And the funniest part about all this is that this could get aggregated, and this is how he gets to piss in a cup. You know what I mean? This is on Bleacher Report, and it's like via Tyson Day. But (laughs) Al Horford, please piss in a cup.
Oh man, I really... yeah. That should be our goal with uh, that should be our goal with our all of our. It's kind of late because it's the finals now, but next year's playoffs when we become NBA guys, our goal should just be to be get aggregated. Yeah, we just, just keep, figure out. Let's say the things. Best. Yeah, that we know yeah. that they can't deny. I've tried with Kevin Durant. Kevin, you're a bitch, and you ruined the NBA. <laughs> and Steph Curry tried to save it in the first quarter tonight, but then <laughs> he, he did. His then best. Al Horford cheated and won't piss in a car. <laughs> and that's that's where we're at. So uh, hopefully one of those. I want I that quote card. Say, yeah. Please put that quote card up. <laughs> These damn aggregators. <laughs> and the best part is that you have to argue that you didn't say it like that. You're like, I'm just yeah, kidding. Exactly. Right? Listen to the whole clip. <laughs> Listen for context. Okay, Kevin, when I said you're a dumb bitch that ruined the league and killed my love for basketball that I've had my entire life, my father and I shared this bond. And you did this, Kevin. You you destroyed this bond that my father and I had. You you led me to the brink of despair. It was it, it was all your fault, Kevin. You dumb bitch. When I said that, you took that out of context. That was that was, that was, that was the context. You gotta listen to the whole clip, please. Kevin. I actually really respect your game, Mr. Cousy. Mr. Cousy. When I said <laughs> that's uh, the world we live in. That's why I think we uh, we are laughing at it, but we're also laughing to keep from crying because. Uh, it's hitting us in the face right now. How I just want the world to make ahead of us. I just like I long for a time, really since 2016, um, which th this is not even a Trump comment. Uh, which, which anytime you talk about the world <laughs> going crazy in 2016, I think everyone assumes assumes you're talking about Trump. I'm not. Yeah. I'm talking about Harambe. Um, <laughs> since 2016, I've been longing for just some sense of normalcy mm -hmm. that you can point to and like say. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. And yeah. I thought, and that's what I mean. Like we won the battle with Coach K losing to North Carolina in the Final Four, and I was like, finally, the world is going to finally we're back. Yeah, we're back. The world is back. <laughs> the world is officially back. And I don't think the world is back. I'm I'm I, I'm here to say the world is not back. And uh, and the this Boston Celtics team flopping their way to a championship is disgusting. <sighs> it's actually disgusting. <sighs> And I don't like it one bit. And the the worst part about it is that <laughs> 2008 was 14 years ago, and it feels like the way that it's discussed, it was five years ago. Yeah. So if they win the title in 2022, I mean, you're you're talking you're talking 15 years at least of content in your face. Al no, dude, you're clips. talking you're talking dynasty. You're talking the the years from 2008. The, 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 you're talking about the Danny Ainge dynasty. Yes. The, <laughs> this is this is Danny Ainge's house. Look yeah. what he built. These two titles, 15 years apart. That would also 14 be years uh, one silver lining, the almost Danny Ainge moment. You know what I mean? That is true. That, that he, is pretty funny. He leaves and then they win the title. That is pretty funny. And he almost won a title with yeah. this group. That is a good point. That is funny. That okay. is funny. That's funny. KOC, like that. he would not like that. Yeah, he wouldn't like that. But All right. Is there anything else? Should we take a break and come back and talk about uh, college basketball? Yeah, please. I think that was a good commiseration, though. Like, you know what I mean? The series is over. It's good to get. We're, we're, you know what? We're going to flush it. This, this NBA Finals, done. It's over. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to put the world back on its axis and talk about college basketball because the, the, the finals are done. Does that work for you? Perfect. Quick break to talk about our friends at My First Million. If you're the type of person who's always thinking about new business ideas or wondering what's the next side hustle I should spin up, Check out the podcast, My First Million. The hosts, Sam Parr and Sean Fury, have each built and sold eight-figure businesses to HubSpot and Amazon. And each week, they brainstorm business ideas you can start tomorrow. These can be side hustles that make you a few grand a month, 
or big billion dollar ideas, Tate, I had a, uh, I, I thought of another idea that I, I want to pitch to these guys when I go on my first million, which is definitely going to happen because I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak it into existence. Uh, a, 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 a business where you can um, rob a bank <laughs> for fun, but it's like a, it's like a whole set. Of, like you pay. It's a an company, escape room. It's like an escape room. Yeah. But you and your friends rob a bank. Rob a bank. Yeah. And you get to like pull off the heist. You get to pick what weapon you use. But you then when pick. the cops get you, they don't like actually throw you in prison. It's just like it's yeah. like you, you just put up your hand. You're like, bro, it's just a prank. And then everyone lets you go free. And yeah, that's my business idea. It's Good like idea. Grand Theft Auto, but real life. I feel like every man on earth wants to rob a bank. You're not wrong. I'll pitch it to my first million. That's uh, <laughs> we'll see what they think. They also chat with founders, celebrities, and billionaires and get them to open up about business ideas they've never shared before. My first million is a top 25 business podcast go check it out right now search for my first million on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts we're also brought to you by our friends at edmunds buying or selling a car is already a big decision and, and environmental sustainability record gas prices and the rise of electric cars may have you thinking of new options for more than 50 years edmunds has helped people confidently shop the ever-changing car market with in-depth reviews online shopping tools, and expert guidance. If you go and search right now to get an appraisal for your vehicle, Edmunds will pop up and point out uh, how much your car is worth, and the results will lead you to a place where you find a great car. And a free vehicle appraisal is just one of the many ways Edmunds empowers car shoppers. Explore all your options, whether you want something more environmentally friendly, roomier, or safer, learn from comprehensive articles like their electric vehicle buying guide, read honest in-depth reviews. They even have EV rankings for categories, including SUVs and luxury vehicles. Confidently, confidently plan your next buy and get most of the shopping done before you visit a dealership. Know the value of your trade-in and get an instant cash offer from a participating dealership. Browse new and used listings near you with deal ratings to make sure you're getting a fair price. If you're considering making a change on the road, Edmunds is here to help. Visit edmunds.com appraisal to get your free online appraisal today. That's edmunds.com appraisal. Edmunds, they drive it like it is. Boom. Also want to talk about First Leaf. It feels like you need a degree in grapes to find great wine. You can shop by label, I guess, or try to remember what tannins are. Who the hell knows what tannins are? Shouldn't it be easier than this? I I, I agree with this. This is I my move when I go out to uh to dinner. I'm I'm having a nice dinner. Maybe it's a group dinner. Tate see me pull this move before. You get the wine list. There's ten thousand bottles of wine. You can't make sense of any of it. Uh, I I always I always get a cab i know i know i'm a cab guy i like cabs mm -hmm. i don't like spending a lot of money on wine because i have no idea what the hell i'm even trying tasting i don't know anything so i always just get the second cheapest bottle because i feel like you get the cheapest the waiter knows what's up you get the second cheapest throws them off the scent that's what i do because yeah. i'm an idiot but thankfully i can be an idiot and still enjoy wines because first leaf does all the hard work for you they make it simple to discover new wines you'll love Without the hit or miss, First Leaf samples over 10,000 wines a year from around the world and selects only the finest bottles. They take the time to learn what you like and what you don't, then send you world-class wines tailored to your taste. If you are someone who loves wine but can't make sense of it all, use First Leaf. This is, I, I, I swear to God, this is like all the guys in the NBA that are winos, like in the snap of a finger, like all these dudes in the NBA or, or all these players mm -hmm. are suddenly totally into wine. I swear they just use First Leaf. They don't, they don't know Agreed. what the hell they're talking about. They, they just let First Leaf do all the work. And if you're not happy with the wine you receive, First Leaf will credit you for another. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Sign up today 
and you'll get your first six bottles for $29.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash Tate to get your first six bottles for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Hey, how about that? Tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful like cashback match. For instance, Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Back to Tyson Tate. All right, let's talk a little college basketball, Tate. Um, so the, the deadline to withdraw from the draft... Uh, has come and gone. We the, the the draft decisions are now final, which is which which means it's a little easier to talk about. It's not a uh a, a, a the wild west of just like guys going in the portal, coming out of the portal. Yes, it's not the declaring uh, in basketball. It used the to be a triple threat position, and we all know what that meant. But now the triple threat position is these are the three <laughs> options I have. I could come back to school. Yes. I could go to the G League slash draft, you know, or I could transfer triple. Threat. So at least now we know. One of the threats is gone. <laughs> yes, like, one threat. We, we know. <laughs> He's picked up his dribble. We, we, <laughs> they picked yeah, up their yes. dribble. <laughs> now you can pass or shoot. So we know the players that have chosen to pick up their dribble. Uh, the most notable amongst them is probably Drew Timmy. Yes. Who unfairly, I can I say this uh, to start, is unfairly getting the uh, how long has this guy been in school treatment. I don't think Drew Timmy... He hasn't had that long of a run at Gonzaga. Exactly. Been, you know, like he, I, I think it's wrong. I, I think people are profiling because he looks older. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes. not because of the staying power or how long he's actually been here. You were they are just throwing on, hey, this guy looks old, so we're treating him like he's been here a long time, which right. is unfair. I really I unfair. really don't feel like he's been at Gonzaga that long. He he, he I feel like he was due he needed another year. After this yes. sixteen exit. I think he needed another year. Granted, so he, he's he's sticking around longer than you would expect, given that like he he had his his big like like the way most people would operate is you have your your undefeated season that ends in the national title game, um, and and Drew Timmy was was incredible all season, and at that point he then maybe Gonzaga wins that game, maybe he goes to the league after that or tries to go to the league. Uh, that's usually how it works, and the fact that he's come back for now two years, I guess in that way, it feels like he's been around forever. But I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people saying that, like, how long is this guy? How, how many years of eligibility does he get? And I was like, he's not. That's not. This, this isn't that egregious. We just saw, <laughs> we just saw Bohannon at Iowa play. Yeah, that was the <laughs> one. Like he years, almost dude. broke JJ Reddick's record. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was JJ, I wanted him to break the record. But if I was JJ, I'd be really upset if he did. Anyway, I want to start with that. That Drew Timmy is coming back. <clears throat> the question is, Tate, is he coming back to Gonzaga? Dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, the implication is yes, but I mean, but boot, also boots on the <laughs> ground, ears to the streets. I mean, who knows, right? Because Gonzaga, I don't think they were expecting him to pull out, right? So they they probably are like, okay. Now but he get- hasn't he hasn't entered the transfer portal, which I think is a mistake. I think you have to enter the transfer portal okay. just to, just to like. Well, one, if you want to transfer, you definitely have to enter the transfer <laughs> yes, portal. Yes. you definitely have to do that. But uh, I think for. Uh, for for maximum intrigue and uh, to, I, I, if I was if I was great at, if I was like a starter at a power five school I would enter the transfer portal literally every season every single season I would enter in the middle of the season sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I would see like if I had a bad game and our fan base was tweeting mean shit to me yeah I would I would, I, would, I, would I would I would exit out of Twitter <laughs> and then go, then go to ncaa.com slash transfer <laughs> put my name in what if, <laughs> How hard is Screenshot it? Screenshot it and then just tweet it cryptically from my Twitter. Does the transfer portal have an app? 
Like, uh, how hard is it to, to enter the transfer portal? Because I love the wrong. idea. I love the idea of like dudes getting drunk or high or both, and uh, or you your friends just, fri- just like your stupid fr- your stupid friends take your phone. Yeah, yeah, they're doing us put you in the portal. <laughs> These guys go to a frat party and like some guy uh, just yeah. finds the phone and does it as a prank. That'd He's like, funny. I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Let's put him in the portal. You bang my girlfriend. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him in the portal. Um. No, Drew Timmy's coming back to Gonzaga, which has people talking, Tate. And I'm curious your thoughts on this because your team, the North Carolina Tar Heels, as mm. of two days ago, were one of the number <laughs> one, one of those team. ones. They were yes. one of the ones. Uh-huh. They were they were perhaps the, but certainly one of the ones, uh, the number one teams. Potentially them. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is scrambled. Uh they were they were a team that uh, certainly had the makeup, had the feeling, had the uh, the storyline that they could potentially be the number one team heading into the season. Team. Mm-hmm. Now that Drew Timmy's back at Gonzaga, now that they got the uh, the the SoCon kid, where's he from? The what's his name? The the kid that won SoCon Player of the Year, the transfer into uh, to Gonzaga that he just announced. Who will take kid's name? I um, am blanking, but yes. Hang on, let me. I, I I hate being wrong. Joe Tiller, that's right. Um, <laughs> Morgan Burke. <laughs> uh malachi smith that's right that's right apologies to the smith family malachi smith uh chattanooga uh was was awesome and they get julian strother back yeah, yeah julian strother back uh malachi so malachi smith announced he's transferred to gonzaga and it has the the college basketball media buzz as and and they believe tate there seems to be consensus forming out there that the Gonzaga Bulldogs will once again stop me if you've heard this before be the number one team in college basketball entering a new season. What say you, fan of the other number one team? Please no. I mean, in one sense, as a Carolina fan, totally fine to let someone else get the preseason number one ranking. Right? You don't Take need all the it. pressure. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I think if you get the preseason number one, it's almost puts a little bit too much sauce on a team that made a magical run, you know what I mean? So you're fine to 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 share the spotlight, so to speak, but for the good of the game, for the good of college basketball yeah. interest, it cannot be Gonzaga. It can't be Gonzaga. It cannot be Gonzaga. I, and, and, I, and I am not saying that it has to be Carolina. You know what I mean? I, I want to go ahead and say that. It can be Creighton. It can be, hell, it can be Arkansas for all I care. Mm-hmm. But it cannot, and I repeat, it cannot be Gonzaga. Can it be Indiana? Sure, it could be Indiana. I'm I saw. Fi- shout out Andy Katz. You know, Indiana. Else, you know who else it can't be? It cannot be Kentucky. It can't be because I'm over de facto Kentucky, and so is the rest of the world too. And they've seen, they saw it. You know what I mean? You can't, can't do be, that again. Can, shout out to Andy Katz. He had, uh, I think, his power thirty six way too early, or mm-hmm. were you, not way way too early, but kind of too early. Still, still pretty early. <laughs> still, early. still pretty early. Still pretty early. Top thirty six. Don't power hold rankings. me to this. <laughs> yeah. Andy Katz power thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm right, in which case, <laughs> please call hold it. it. Please hold me uh, do this. Please share and, and recirculate. He had he had the Hoosiers at number seven. So wow, like yeah, I don't know, something to think about. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It would be terrible for the sport. And I say this as a guy. <laughs> I, I I again, I have to. It would to, be terrible for Gonzaga themselves. It would be terrible if for I, Gonzaga. If I that's what few. I would stick my neck out and say it. It will not be me. That's that's exactly what I wanted to say. I I I like. I still like Gonzaga Tate. I think deep down. Um, th- there's still part of me that does like Gonzaga. I have soured on Gonzaga because of the blue blood treatment that is that has frankly been unearned. 
Um, and, and I think I think this would be devastating for Gonzaga because it makes Gonzaga more unlike. Like the reason I like Gonzaga is because Gonzaga is likable. Mm-hmm. Like it, that that it it, you, it was just a natural fit for someone like me and millions of other people that love college basketball to have like the Cinderella pop up in Spokane, Washington that is suddenly making Final Fours or, or or on the doorstep of Final Fours and then they finally get over the hump and make a Final Four and they're in national championship. Like mm-hmm. that was cool to get to that point and having Adam Morrison. Um, the 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 story there, and 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 that he he won some national players of the year. The whole deal was fun and and so likable and so lovable and on and on and on. Tate, if Gonzaga is number one in the country yet again, entering this season, that is not likable. That is not lovable. This is this is like it is it is it is like stolen valor kind of that you, mm-hmm. you it's stolen blue blood valor that that you have not you have to win a national championship to get this treatment. They have not done that. Uh, again, I've defended Gonzaga when when people say that they choke in the tournament. They don't really choke in the tournament. They did choke to Arkansas. I that that one was a choke. Mm-hmm. Uh, they choked to Wichita State. Like their hand, like I. But but it, 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 their their performance in the tournament is not egregiously bad. In fact, I would argue the opposite that they've actually been pretty good in the NCAA tournament. They just can't get over the final hump. All of that is to say, Tate, you have to win a national championship to get the benefit of the doubt and get ranked number one in the country going into the into the preseason. If Gonzaga's ranked number one, that is terrible for college basketball, one. That is terrible for Gonzaga, too, because yeah. why Why would any Gonzaga fan want that? Why would anybody want like that? Because then if you win, all you get is you were supposed to. Yeah, about, finally. Yeah. About time. About time. What you wanted it to took be, Drew Timmy 15 years. Yeah, yeah, these are, these are yeah. the things that you're going to hear. Yeah. These, are, these are the things you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear this. You want to be, be likable. Yeah. You want to be, be preseason like sixth or something mm-hmm. where you're still good fourth. enough to fourth. Third is also a, an option or fifth. <laughs> there are other options out there. Well, you can't be as first. You don't want that. You don't mm-hmm. want the pressure. You don't. We, we as a college basketball community. Look at I, Purdue. We don't want they that get to be number the story. One. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Gone immediately. In, in the time it took Neil Armstrong to... <laughs> Uh, you, we we don't we as a college basketball community don't want it because I don't I don't want the conversation to be Gonzaga is Gonzaga overrated? I, I like it, it's played out. It's so yeah. played out. It's it's done. We're it's over. It like like figure out another path to the top. You've tried this path a million times. It hasn't worked. You're gonna get to the top. I I, I will cheer for Gonzaga to to win a national title if if it all shakes out. Like if they're playing one of the one of the 36 teams that I'm a, a bandwagon fan of. I won't cheer for the power him, 36. Yeah, yeah. My power 36. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I would love to see Gonzaga win a national title, but I, I don't want them to be number one. So I, I just wanted to say that. And I, I think that, that we all should be on the same side. And I want Gonzaga fans to understand it's not because we don't like you. It's because we want you to be the best version of yourself. And the best version of yourself is not masquerading as a blue blood that the, has the ultimate blind spot when it comes to being a blue blood, worst. which is the lack of titles. Just go win that first title. And then we all get to have a nice conversation about Mark Few being the face of college basketball. He steps in for Coach K. It all makes sense. But right now, you're missing the one piece to get the respect Mm. for him to be that guy. We all know it. We all saw it. We've all been there. We've all been a part of this. And we're tired of the runaround. You know what I mean? We don't need, like you said, the blueprint is out. And the blueprint, (laughs) it's like Mike D'Antoni. I'm tired of Mike D'Antoni, you know, being like, Here's an idea. How about we <laughs> get that ball up in eight seconds or less? How about seven, too? Let's get it down to six. You're like, all right, I've seen it. But in the playoffs, it doesn't work. I, uh, the, 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 worst, the worst place you can be as a program is unlikable, 
but also have no national titles. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's where you don't want to be if you're Gonzaga. And I don't think they're unlikable yet. But if this continues again, and you're ranked number one, and then you're undefeated all season. And you're stroking and, your stash. Yes, and, you're, and, you're, and you don't win a national title again. I mean, you start stacking that up. There, I, I can't defend it at a certain The haters point, are coming. It, the haters are coming. And, and that's not... You don't want to be a part of this. We don't like it when the haters are coming. <laughs> we do not like it. It's generally... That's generally not good. Although I'm joining the haters when the Celtics win the title. Like I'm, 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 I'm doing. I should put out a a Durant my next chapter picture, and it's my it's head. It's Boston. It's my head, and then it just says haters on the shirt. Though, like I've become what I swore. <laughs> what to. I swore to never be. You're like uh, you're Anakin when he's talking to Obi Wan, and he's like the Jedi are evil to me. You know what I mean? Like you realize like they're the bad guys. Like you're the bad guys. <laughs> Liking things is actually <laughs> yeah, that's bad. The, that's the hate. To <laughs> like real, is, is really to the like hate. is the hate. Yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, so here's here's an idea for who could possibly be number one. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. If not Gonzaga, what about the Houston Cougars? I'm okay with that. Yeah, because Houston is going to play in the Final Four in Houston next year. I do I, believe that. I think Houston will be ooh, in the Final I like Four. That. that is a one of my locks, I mean, look, this is way too early. Don't hold me to it. But one of my locks, don't hold me to it way too early. The Houston Cougars <laughs> will be in the Final Four next year I in like Houston. Um, so in that sense, put them at number one. Let Marcus Sasser and Kelvin Sampson. Yep. I think that they could carry that banner. They're, you know, they, they know how to do this. They know how to play at the elite level. He knows how to play the game. And I think they're a good ambassador to the sport. And Houston is a great sports city. I'm in. I am prepared to pretend like I've never said anything bad about Houston basketball <laughs> ever. I'm prepared, and I'm going down with the. the I'm I'm sticking to the bit. Like I'm just gonna straight up just be. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fake news. Is Houston everybody. in Maui? No, 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 that was they were, they were was, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna fake news. Anybody that comes to me and is like, didn't you have? Didn't you start a thing called the fraud power rankings because of Houston basketball? I'm like, no, that wasn't me. No, you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. John Diebler. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking of Evan Turner's podcast. Point that's the forward. that's the CBS guys. They did that. Yeah. <laughs> that was their show. I didn't do that. I never did. Why would I do that? I love Houston. It was Parrish. <laughs> it's Gary Parrish. You got to fight. With... I remember when I saw Parrish. We, him and I fought about that because I was like, I really like Houston's yeah. defense. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they really did. Parrish, you moron. Houston's awesome. <laughs> um, what what else is going on? There's a. a I saw Duke had a guy reclassify too. That was good. That was yeah, they had a five star from 2023 reclassify. Yeah. Something that they've done in the past with a guy Joey Baker worked out well. Yeah. Um. They also lost Trevor Keels, who was supposed they thought allegedly in their camp they had signs pointing that he was going to come back. Some NBA teams were worried about him being maybe a little out of shape and mm-hmm. you know things like that. But he ultimately says, I was never coming back to Duke. Just kidding. But he was like, I uh, I don't think he was ever coming back to Duke. I don't think he was either, but they thought that there was a chance. And then A.J. Green, who was a Northern Not A.J. Griffin. Not A.J. Griffin. Different A.J. Been gone. A.J. Griffin is like, you know, new phone. Don't know you. (laughs) Uh, A.J. Green was their backup, going to transfer, going to get out of the draft. He is also going to stay in the draft. So Duke has now turned to a 17-year-old kid, and, he, and they have said to him, sir, give up your senior year of high school and all your fun with your friends and come try to save our basketball program. And also... And uh, also, if you and if you suck and you aren't ready because you're a year behind everyone else, then we'll sit you on the bench and... And then he said... Good luck in the but, transfer. But Mr. K, how... <laughs> Mr. K. He said, but Mr. K... Uh, 
Duke is one of the most prestigious universities in this country, is it not? How could I skip my senior year of high school and have the necessary and survive academic, such rigorous yes. coursework? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me, Mr. K. Mr. K. <laughs> So that what what else? Uh, (laughs) They're still top five, by the way. I I saw they're they're top five. Put put Duke in number one. I like that move. Put Duke in number one. (laughs) No, No, I like. I mean, after what happened, no, it's great, dude, because it's 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 too much pressure. Like, can you imagine John Shire? The only way I accept them being number one is if Coach K is listed as the head coach. If Coach K is listed as the head coach officially on the bill, then I will accept them being number one. That's the only way. John Shire could could never coach a number one team. That's a fact. Look at this. Yeah, I, I just like the idea of John Shire starting with the most pressure absolutely that, possible. That, too, I do like that. Never mind. Take Recant my statement. That's fine. <laughs> like, out of the gate, it's, yes. if you don't want a it's, national it's title, a colossal you're a failure. failure. Yeah. <laughs> Good Actually, luck. I like that. I like and that. then Mr. K is crossing his arms, sitting two rows behind the bench. Yes, and everyone's like, and if Mr. K, K was coaching, <laughs> if Coach was here, not the dog, if Coach was here... <laughs> This team's winning a title, and then unless they play North Carolina, and then the headline reads Coach K to take over for Duke, and ooh, everyone's like, ooh. "Mike Shashevsky's back." <laughs> yes, but then Duke says, "There's no rule that says a dog can't coach basketball," <laughs> and it's Airbud Seven. Yes, Disney Coach K. Disney Plus is bringing you a new series <laughs> from the campus of Duke. <laughs> His name is Coach. <laughs> Voiced by Coach K. He does the VO. He's the voice of the dog. Oh, man. Dude, why are we not uh, at Disney? Max Acemus, Hire us back. Max Acemus is back, too, for uh, Oral Roberts. Remember when he uh, beat Florida in the NCAA tournament and then almost beat Arkansas in the league? Man, that was sick. What a great run. So there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else? Anything else? I mean, like Harrison Ingram come, comes back to Stanford. That was something that stood out that I was like, I really like Harrison Ingram. I'm pretty shocked that Dalen Terry is not coming back to Arizona. Yeah, I that, one, that, that one hurt me a little bit because he... I want Arizona to be good again. Yeah. And Dalen Terry would have made them pretty good. really, Maybe really good. I mean, he could have blossomed. They gotta, uh, I understand why he's going to the NBA because he has the measurables, so... Yeah, Dalen Terry's great. He was he was the uh, the heart and soul of Arizona. As as great as Matherin was, Dalen Terry was the guy that uh yeah. And it was hard to not like Kerr and Terry, you know, like it just felt like somehow this who's team was the, tied to Arizona. Who's the real. Arizona recruit that just uh, they just got a, a foreign dude that's like seven foot tall? Because Keller texted me and said we're getting. <laughs> he said we're he said he said Tommy Lloyd's gonna take because Keller went to Arizona. He goes. Tommy Lloyd's gonna tap into the uh, the foreign pipeline and get Wimbayama. Yeah, Victor. Yeah, he's I like, just call him like, Victor. Yeah, he's coming too. Be ready. Mm. Well, <laughs> like, Keon right. Brooks, uh, Kentucky player. Oh, that's Keon right. Brooks is also at Arizona. So some rumblings that I think he was visiting visiting Washington and Arizona. So that's right. He's uh, coming to the Pac-12. Henry Visar, big man from Estonia. Oh, I love Estonia. Eighteen year old, seven footer. Arguably the most promising European prospect committing to college in the class of 22, according to Jonathan Gavoni. Mm. Arguably. He's in the conversation. Mm. Is he him? Henry is what they're calling him. Henry Visar. I am a, I'm a big fan of college basketball. I mean, not that it you know hasn't happened before, but I'm a big fan of college basketball going global. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, dude, that would be so sick. There's a lot of European tours. Like I think I saw Goodman tweeted something. It was like, 
30 some programs have European preseason tours, you know, and it's like up whatever, you know, some kind of ridiculous stat like that. But I like it. I like that we're going abroad. It's very Hubie Brown 1980s. You know what I mean? Let's get over there. Let's find some kids. (laughs) I, uh, I do think that that college basketball, the way like w- watching tonight, game one of the finals, um, under God, that how- first quarter was fun. <laughs> I turned it off at the first quarter. That was it. The, the maybe that's what um, I'll say when people ask me. I'm like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, I, I turned just- it off. I was watching hockey. Evs three zero baby, up two on the series. Steph looked great though. He looked great. <laughs> Connor McDavid ain't shit. Um. So uh, uh, I was watching watching tonight and watching it be a, a make shots game and a make shot series and just turn it into a three point shootout. Um it 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 reinforced that uh college basketball and the NBA are two very different games. They're getting more different as more time goes by, Tate. And I think if I was a foreigner and if I was a, a European person, an Australian person, I don't need to explain to our listeners what a foreigner is. I'll just stop right now. Uh, and I love basketball. The basketball, I assume that they're watching in the Euro leagues, certainly the basketball that I see in FIBA when I watch the FIBA tournaments. Um, I would assume it looks closer to college basketball, not in terms of the style or the the uh, the talent level. And, and there's probably more chest hair, certainly in the, uh, the Euro leagues. Um, but the 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 way that the game is called by the refs, the way that the game is played, the way that like coached, like, coached, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, probably closely more closely resembles college than it does the NBA. So sure. in that case, maybe your international thing has some merit. Maybe like the the people that like love basketball in Estonia, they want to watch like American basketball, and they're like, honestly, the NBA is not for me. I'd rather watch. Yeah, I'd rather watch Butler and Creighton. I mean, it takes me back <laughs> to watching beat his Dan loose with Wake Forest. You know what I mean? I'm watching Josh Howard, who my aunt taught, and I'm like, this American small forward that's like the perfect ideal player. I love watching him play so smooth. Josh Howard, the best. But then I'm watching Vitas Dan loose, and I'm like, I'm I'm kind of in love with this guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, where is he from? Lithuania. That was like when I first learned about Lithuanian basketball. And then you know, you look over and you see all these legends that are like coming up and Sabonis, Arvidas Sabonis, mm-hmm. and then you see DeMontis Sabonis. It's all happening before us. We already talked about the international flair, but you, you get it into college basketball. I think there could be a great blend between the two. And Tommy Lloyd has been on top of this and on the forefront. So Keller knows what's happening. He he sees the writing on the wall. Victor Wimbayame. <laughs> get him to Arizona. <laughs> I, uh, I just think like if you're in Wimbayama, Wim, Wimbuma, how do you? What is his name? Victor. This sucks because like, cause, we're you're from Indiana and I'm from North Carolina. Yeah, I, I mean, never at had the end a shot. of the day, we never had a Wim shot. Wimbanyama. Yeah. It, it sucks because I know in like three years I'm gonna. It'll be it. everywhere. Like, like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first time you I saw that, you're like, I, "There's no way I'll be able to." Now you're like, like I Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Uh, if I'm in win win by win Banyama's camp, mm-hmm. I I explain to him that the only way to get the respect of the uh, of the uh, basketball fan in Middle America is you have to you must average at least ten points a game at a Power Five school yeah. that gets an at large bid in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can mm-hmm. do it before you go to the NBA. Because if you don't do that, I have no respect for you. Yeah. No. I don't care if you win your league MVP. That's and, why I, and I surely don't care if you're the youngest kid to ever do it. Take a poll. How does how does <laughs> how does Middle America feel about LeBron James? Not a huge fan. Woo. Yeah. Woof. Woof. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Done. <laughs> Point proven. Oh man. Uh what else? Is that it? Shout outs? Oh man. I mean, 
I honestly wanted to shout out you and I for uh, for, <laughs> for settling in and watching that because, I mean, I still am stunned at what I saw on a basketball court tonight. But at the same time, um, it's great for content. So uh, as we look ahead, as much as we're joking and we're laughing about it, I do think we have some great content ahead. I mean, between Mr. K and his involvement in what's ahead in this series and the Boston Celtics propaganda machine that we are willing uh, and able to see. Yeah. Whew. Shout out to us. I want to shout Take out. A deep breath. I want to shout out a uh, an old blast from the past um, mm. that I saw was in the news today. Um, oh yeah, has the most famous two word tweet in the history of the show. A, a tweet that we will put is a first ballot Hall of Fame Titus and Tate slash One Shining Podcast slash Teed Up tweet. Mm. Michael Avenatti, <laughs> who once upon a time tweeted simply and Duke dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like somehow the most damning thing that's ever come out about Duke. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. at the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the time, I was the like, time, I don't need to hear anything else. Yeah, it was like, I, oh, they're done. Yeah. You know? I think everyone else saw the tweet and was like, oh, my God, he's going to follow it up with something insane. And I was like, I don't really need the follow-up. That's all I need. No, that was it. <laughs> Duke dot, dot, Just dot. the fact that it, the implication is there. Um, I saw Ooh. this man is – I thought he was going back to prison, but I think he's already in prison. And he got more prison on top of the prison he's already he already has. That's the worst kind of prison. He wasn't even finished eating <laughs> yeah, all of his prison, yeah. and they slot more prison That's on top. That's the of last thing that you want when you're in prison. And I, I, <laughs> I want to get this. a lot of notes while you're in prison, but like that's one note you don't want to get. We we are a stick to sports podcast, um, so I it's my understanding as I've gotten to know Michael. Ab he follows me on Twitter, and we, he, we've DM'd each other, and and we've kind of built a friendship. We've been. <laughs> he's my. Uh, He's your Michael Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> He's my Charles, You're writing letters. My Charles Manson <laughs> that I'm like, I'm in love with a prisoner and I'm just like writing love letters to Evanetti. Um No, I, I have a DM. I should DM him. I should, I should DM him today and just be like, oof, tough just, news, bro. Just, just, put, just put and Duke question mark. <laughs> I should I should like dude, he should leak sit. he should leak the Duke info to you. You know, you should be his mole. This is a, a great, great like well, this is what you pitch him. I want to send him a news a, a tweet that's that's talking about the news of him going to prison <laughs> and DM him that and then just say that's tough, bro. <laughs> or something. Prayer here. That's that's tough, no cap. <laughs> Stay up. Uh, <laughs> uh anyway, uh where was I? My Avenatti. Oh, I I I was gonna say I I I've as I've gotten to know more about this guy, I understand that his uh, the reason he's in the news, the reason a man like him going to prison is news, is because he lives in the political realm. Yeah, he represented like Stormy Daniels and some sort of something. I guess he Against stole Trump. money from her. Yeah, and I just wanted to, to to get it on record. I don't care about any of that shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this guy's a good guy, a bad guy, a bag guy. Uh, uh, I I don't know. I know he once upon a time tweeted and Duke, and that's all I need. And that's all we want. <laughs> that's all we want. And he's going back to prison. And for that reason, uh, Mike, we feel for you. We uh, if if you want the world to know anything, um, we are your source. Yeah. DMs are open. DM me, buddy. And uh, we will be your mouthpiece. And uh, but not if we not if it implicates us in anything. We will not yes, be your mouthpiece if we if we want to put that on the record. If it implicates us in any way, then right. we will not be your mouthpiece. Right. And also, if it implicates <laughs> any of the the any of my Power Thirty Six programs that I'm bandwagoning for, and <laughs> we and also we, I'm not going to do we will, that. We will yeah, not. Yeah, we're not going to do that. But uh, best of luck in prison, buddy. <laughs> Just do <laughs> we're, it. We're cheering for you. <laughs> do you have any other shout outs? 
Uh, I just want to shout out. I, I was watching the uh, the women's college world series, the softball, um, mm, mm-hmm. and I just want to stress again: if you do not watch college softball or have not watched college softball, you should take a gander and watch these games because it's some of the most entertaining sports you'll ever see. Because it's really strikeouts and home runs. Yeah. So if you get bored by baseball and you're like, I can't do it, first off, the college world series regionals are starting. Super regionals coming up, so get ready for that. Omaha is always great. I'm excited. But the softball right now is happening, and it is great. And I watched UCLA play Texas today, and I was just thinking to myself, this is an underrated sport that I feel like people don't talk about enough. Softball is a great game, especially college softball, because they hit bombs. Like they, yeah, they like, yeah. And the score could be 18 to 14, and you're like, wow, that was a great game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Awesome. So I just want to yeah. say shout out to that. Softball. Uh, it, it's on during the day too, so it's a fun sport. Softball to watch. and uh, women's volleyball are the two women's sports that should be pushed to the moon. Absolutely, and, are, and, I don't and everybody it. would watch them because, yeah. like, I mean, the women's volleyball games in high school were just as big as our basketball games or football games. Yeah. I mean, it was a big deal, especially when we played rival schools. So, there's a lot of uh, a lot just of putting vo- that out a there. lot of volleyball people, um, and I know this because I'm I'm in volleyball circles now. Uh, going down to Manhattan Beach and, and yeah. mixing it up in the beach volleyball scene down there. Uh, there are a lot of volleyball people that will straight up tell you that women's volleyball is more fun to watch than men's. And like they're they're like great men's volleyball players. Yeah. Like men because men is just like they're almost too athletic and they swing too hard and it just like you serve it, the team sets it up and then they spike it and it's either in or it gets deflected or they it's out and like that's pretty much they don't they don't have yeah. rallies. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And the women have it kind of happens with tennis too. Yeah, like so, I, yeah. women's tennis, I, I sometimes enjoy more. You know? So they say w- the women volleyball has more rallies, which makes for more like entertaining, like say like digs, better and games, sa- yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And it's more fun to watch. And, I and will softball s- can be more fun to watch too at times. And you know what's crazy? And this is this is gonna blow people's brains. The basketball quality of the WNBA, the way that they actually play basketball, is better than sometimes what we see in like what I saw in the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. You could watch a WNBA game and be like, they're actually playing the game better than these people right now because of the gamesmanship that was going on. Mm. So boom, done. We said it. Softball. <laughs> it's a great sport. Go watch it. Uh I don't know if I have anything else. Did you see Top Gun? Not yet. There we go. All right, you gotta see that. I gotta go see it. I, I gotta lot I gotta watch Obi Wan. I gotta watch Top Gun. Uh, I'm watching the Staircase. Barry, did you see the new Barry? I, I've not seen the newest episode. I was traveling. It kind of got me back on. It, it, it got me back. This season of Barry, I was getting a little bit like, "What's going on here?" But this this last episode got me back. I might go home and watch it. Yeah, it got me a little recalibrated. Shout out to the Colorado Avalanche, <sighs> rolling. Um, Shout out to the uh, Boston Media Machine. You win. We will regroup. You win. Though. We as the haters, the haters will regroup. We will come back stronger. I, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how we'll do it, but uh, there's. Th- th- there's we can't run it, from so. the storm. You know what I mean? At, at this point, we have to. We're storm chasers. Let, let's drive into the storm and let's see what happens. Uh, great start to the finals, though. It was a fun game <laughs> and uh, fun first quarter. <laughs> it, I, was, it was. I hope fun they to, play this when you talk about the context. Like, do you even get the context yeah. of it? Uh, <laughs> what a great final. Great, great way to start. I, I did feel alive for the first time in a long time watching NBA basketball. So that that was great, and uh, there was that. So anyway, uh, we will be back. What, what's today? Today's uh, June second. Right. So we'll be back uh, next week, I guess. Yeah. That, but the Memorial Day throws off the, the calendar, doesn't it? I can't believe like, it's I, June. I by the way, the NBA draft is like in three weeks, dude. In three weeks, I turn thirty-five, and I think that's when the show's over. Okay. I think I just walk into the ocean and right. call it. I think that's it. I'll be there cheering you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. 
And then I'm sure the ball, someone will be driving by saying, let's go Celtics. <laughs> I just want to get out ahead of this. If, uh, if you if you've been listening to the show all off season and it sounds like I'm slowly descending <clears throat> into a midlife crisis, uh, it, it's because I am, and I will be 35 years old, um, in, in short order. So, uh, there's that to look forward to. <laughs> all right. See I'm you right here. <laughs> I'm right here. See you next week.